Josh. Welcome to the Gleeful Podcast with Josh, Jen, and Ed. You can find us online at gleefulpodcast.com and on the Twitter at Gleeful Podcast. I'm at Josh Brunel. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. Jennifer. Joshua. Technical difficulties. What? Just a bit tonight. We're having a little bit of trouble. So if you hear a little bit of franticness in our voice, if my hair is not quite right in the video... Uh, that is because we had it's some drama yeah, trying to get everything working. Uh, but we do have some great live listeners, so thank you guys for joining us. And of Yay. course, we have uh, my beautiful wife, Jennifer. Aww, and Ed, how are things True. in Indiana? Things are okay. It's, it's, it's nice and it's like nice and folly. Good autumn, <laughs> good autumn weather going on right now. And... Uh, Work is good. I've decided to plunge into NaNoWriMo against my better judgment. Oh, my. So, so, I mean, I, fa- I failed every single time I've tried it, and this time will, in fact, be no exception. But I do plan this to be my most successful failure. Well, uh, I mean, you know, NaNoWriMo is really, for people that don't know, NaNoWriMo is the National Novel Writing Month where you write fifteen to 1,600 words a day, and you try to finish a 50,000-word, is that what it is, novel? I think you have to do, like, 2,500 a day, to technic- or 2,300 to get wow. the 50,000. Well, I mean, is it, is it that high? I don't remember it being that high. Maybe if you're doing only five days a week. No, but, no, 50,000 uh, 50, divided by 30. This is, this is a very easy way. <laughs> it's... Oh, you're right. It's sixteen hundred. For some reason, I thought it was. I don't know. Oh yeah, know. it's Apparently, like I've gotten, I've gotten so far behind where I probably needed to do two thousand six hundred. I would not be surprised if that's where that number came from in my head. <laughs> I would be surprised. Well, it is. I mean, it, it was all created by I don't remember the guy's name, but he's a he's a uh, uh, freelance writer. And he just came up with the number arbitrary. Like he came up with fifty thousand arbitrarily by. Um, by counting the or uh, estimating the number of words in Brave New World, 
So that's how he ended up getting to 50,000, uh, which Brave New World is a pretty short novel, quite frankly. But, uh, but you know, that's what, uh, that, that's what Stephen King recommends is 15 to 16,000 words a day. So, you know, I suppose uh, uh, if it's good enough for Stephen King, who writes 17 novels a year, uh, I suppose it's good enough for the rest of us. So... <laughs> No doubt, no doubt about that. But uh, but well, that's fun, Ed. I'm I'm glad you're giving that a whirl. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, right. good for you. I might I might petition people for alpha readers at some point. <laughs> uh, so, so far, from the few people that have read, they I've gotten good feedback. So good. I'm excited. I did Ninoramo. Uh, how many years ago did I do? I did oh. it like maybe eight years ago. And I finished the novel, and I felt really good about it, and then I read it, and it was crap. But I remember I wrote the novel, and Jennifer was like, what's it about? And I said, well, it's about a small town, and there's vampires in it, and there's a bunch of kids in high school, and holy crap, I wrote an episode of Buffy. And I'd never seen Buffy before, but I totally somehow wrote an episode of Buffy. And it was also at the time, I remember thinking, like, no one wants to read a novel about teenage vampires. And then about five years later, Twilight happened. And I went crap. I yeah. Totally missed my shot. <laughs> you know, I saw the, I saw the previews uh, for Vampire Academy today, and there's definitely a part of me that kind of wants. To I'm just hashtag. <laughs> well, you I have fun with that. I still want to see beautiful creatures. I haven't seen that yet, but I did take the time to go see yeah. Ender's Game, and Ender's Game was fantastic. Oh, good. It wasn't. Per- it wasn't perfect. Did you read it? I, no, I didn't read it. But I was. I think. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna end up reading it for Nimbus Magnifica. Okay. It, you should, you should, that's gonna be. It's on. It's on a poll for the to choose. But that being said, like, it was. It, there's so many things that it did well, and so many things that there that it could have done just a little bit better. And I understand the mixed reviews because it's definitely an introspective book, but. I don't know. It's just like it's so. All the lies are just so good. It's like oh, just lie. It's just like <laughs> lies on top of lies on top of lies, and it's like so good. I mean, then I I cried at least twice. That's, <laughs> oh, okay. that's how you know it's a decent movie. <laughs> Well, um, we the only thing we Jennifer and I wa- saw in the movie theater was Gravity, uh, which is amazing. <laughs> is why no, 3D was invented. Of, of, of Gravity, Elysium, and Ender's Game, hands down, Ender's Game is the stronger, the strongest of those three. But those are three entirely different movies. <laughs> well, mm, yes. <laughs> but from an outspies perspective, if you if you allow yourself to step back a little bit, Josh, they all are. They all involve science, and they all involve fiction. So. Technically, no. Technically, one of them involves actual science. I didn't say. I never said science fiction. I said it involves oh, science. Oh, science and fiction. I was very specific about what I said. Well, 
You have me there, sir. I can't argue that. Uh, well, um, we are here to talk about Glee, as we often do. There's not a lot to talk about in the Gleeverse, but we do have an episode coming up next week. Ed, we should probably tell the listeners a little bit about why you sound so odd tonight. Uh, you are currently uh, podcasting from your cell phone? That is correct. We are, <laughs> we are 2010, baby. 2010. <laughs> so that's awesome. So hip. Uh, I've because, a, because, okay, go ahead. Josh called me on the hangout. Josh called me on the hangout on my computer, like we normally do. And and since things weren't working, and I tried both my mics and no mic, I was like, "Well, I'll just try no mic." And then I reset the computer, nothing worked. So then he called again. I was like, "Well, why don't I just answer from the phone? Let's give this a whirl." And then he could hear me, and yeah, here I we can are. See you. Well, my terrible yeah. mostly. <laughs> you should turn your phone sideways because the YouTube window is oh, oh. see that well that's yeah. not going to work now oh wow that, I totally didn't expect that oh I so I guess you're going you. I guess you're going portrait well that's that's cool uh, what's funny is you sound great you, there's just a little lag I think because of the phone um, but uh, but we are definitely you know it wouldn't be right without you. So uh, so we're definitely glad you're here. There's not a lot of Glee news to discuss, but we will discuss what we have. Uh, specifically, came out a couple weeks ago, Jama Mays was doing press for Smurfs 2, and she told Access Hollywood that she will not be returning for the next episode, or next season of Glee. Uh, she is, uh, this is going to be her last season. And she said she doesn't know how they're going, how she's going to be written out of the show, or if she's going to be written out of the show. But uh, her comment was, uh, "I'm finished. I'm finishing up this season, so I'm not sure what direction or who's coming on or who's not." Hopefully, she's not just clearing her schedule to do Smurfs three. Uh yeah. Well, <laughs> we have Smurfs. We could watch it. I'm... She's in We're the Millers. Or something. Like she that. Are, she <laughs> is in Willer the We Are the Millers with, or she's or in the, the Millers, Millers, the Millers uh, where she plays Willernet's sister. She also did a couple episodes of the League this season, so she's definitely spread around. Um, and she does randomly recur on uh, How I Met Your Mother every once in a while. <laughs> she's done a couple episodes of that over the years, but uh, but yeah. So it does appear that she's gone, or she she has said that she's no longer on the show. So my question to Jennifer. Is uh, do you think what do you think this means for Glee? Do you think that uh, Emma is going to be written out of the show? Do you think she'll just magically not appear anymore? Oh, she has to be written out. I mean, I know they haven't really uh, addressed anything. I mean, we haven't seen her. Um, I mean, we saw her. We finally saw her in the um, the the Finn tribute yes. episode. We finally saw her in that. But other than that, I mean, it was just you know. Didn't appear that she worked at the school. It appeared that the, you know, temp nurse was using her office. <laughs> and, you know. But I, I, think, I think as far as a permanent move goes, I think they have to. Sorry, my ears are all messed up tonight. Hmm. I think they have to acknowledge, especially now that she's, you know, married. So, I mean, I think the bigger question is, is she going alone? Or is she going with her? See, and I know that yeah. would make a lot of people happy. But. There are plenty of people that would like to see that, but you're absolutely right. I think the larger question is: Are we going? Does this mean the end of Shu as well? Right. But I would think if if Matthew Morrison was was having his contract terminated, or it isn't even terminated; it's just you know not he's not being renewed. Excuse me. I think we'd hear a lot about that personally. Yeah. Um, 
But you never know. Ed, what do you think about uh, uh, Jamie May's departure? I feel like you're missing the obvious conclusion in your discussion. Uh, that, that unfortunately the 2.0s didn't resonate with most people and Ohio's vanishing that graduation in December. Like, so it's all going to New York. That is, that's, that's, I feel like, are, are, like, are we skipping over the obvious conclusion? Maybe we are. <laughs> no, we're not skipping over it. We're actually going to... We're actually just about to get to that. Um, so this is, you know, I, I, my policy of uh, only report things that are confirmed and actual news. But on the um, on that topic, the I'm not saying, of course, of course, it, I mean, Jama vanishing really. She's kind of been gone the whole last season, oh, mostly. Yeah. So yes. even... it wouldn't like in terms of her being gone alone. I don't expect much, but mm-hmm. I mean. I'm sure you've read what I've read that the 2.0s are connecting with people despite that, of course. Wow. Exactly, so, yes. Shocked. Yeah, right. <laughs> um and and yeah. I and I've no idea why that could be happening. But no idea either because <laughs> there were some good moments. Sorry, no, they're horrible. I'm being sarcastic. They're horrible. <laughs> I, I, I have hours and hours of podcast audio where you can hear why I think the 2.0s were not connecting. And it has nothing to do with their lack of or with any lack of talent because they're all wildly talented. Yes. Um, it has yeah, to do with actually... an inability to connect to people that are that pretty. Uh, but um the the conversation the big rumor that's been going around this year is that uh there is a a chance that kurt will be going to russia next season and uh that apparently that's a conversation that's being had uh multiple insiders inside the show reported to Kristen on watch with Kristen on e online uh we are mulling around the idea of moving kurt to russia says one source, adding that creator Ryan Murphy and his production team are entertaining three possible ideas for the final year. One is to move the series storyline solely to New York City. Another is to move Kurt to Russia. And another remains to be seen, but could possibly include McKinley High. I love that they have the last that remains to be seen could possibly include McKinley High. So they're hedging their bets against that. Again, this is total rumor. It's total bullshit. You can't believe a thing you read on the internet. But uh, it's an interesting thing to talk about. Was a rush, like, I thought the Russia rumor was a Russia rumor. Like, it was actually, like, not, wow. like, it was created, like, as false information from the get-go. I mean, I don't know. I, you're saying that that rumor that r- the concept of moving the show or having Kurt move to Russia uh, has always been created simply as a, a red herring. Yeah, I because I, I I believe that TV line broke that they they were. Uh, I think we lost Ed. Are you back? Come back, Ed. Come back, Ed. What, what the heck say? is going on over here? <laughs> My computer. Well, okay, I had heard nothing about. I heard nothing about um, Russia. I don't even understand why that would be a thing. Well, it would supposedly have something to do with the. Um, what the heck is going on? Uh, it would have something to do with the shows. Um, uh, uh, with Russia, Russia's anti-homosexuality policies, right, right. and mm-hmm. that Kurt would have be somehow going to Russia to, you know, be a commentary on that thing. It does seem to be coming totally out of nowhere. 
pretty cool. And plus, uh, add with that uh, Sochi Olympics. So I mean, that's cool. I I mean, it, it's mm. interesting that they would want to take. They would want to go that far. I I, I mean, the the possibility mm. of that happening, in my opinion, is absolutely slim and none. With an accent on the nun. I honestly think this is just something that people are talking about. But it does bring up the option, or it does seem to reinforce the rumor, the the inclination that the show will move full-time to New York, which is an interesting conversation to have. Uh, it appears that, oh, we have lost our video call. Ed, are you back? Yeah. Oh, weird. I just got this weird thing that said we've lost the uh, the video. Uh, so that was very strange. I hope people can still hear us. <laughs> well, okay. So I I can I could possibly see, you know, um, Kirk going to Russia as a, is just a, a temporary storyline. But I can't imagine them trying to base a whole season there. I mean, as it is, they're, you know, finding different excuses to get, the rest of the graduates to New York anyhow. And I, you know, I, I think having, having seen the way the se- season is played out, I would much rather see them pay the attention to uh, New York. But uh, I can't imagine like a whole entire season in Russia. It would be a bit of a surprise. I, not to say not to say there wouldn't be any good storylines to come out of that because of course there would be there would be good storylines but I don't know I don't, I don't think Lee is that committed to a concept <laughs> it's not that I don't think it's a decent idea but that's 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 some commitment for Glee like it took them two and a half years to decide that New York was a good idea really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think that so I've been the one all along. It's funny because I'm watching the live video right now and you can see me running cord. And I'm looking <laughs> at an empty chair and I'm like, he's a vampire. He's gone. <laughs> um, I think th- I've been the one really pushing for Glee to make Lima its home. Personally, I would have liked to see the show have never left Lima. But since we have left Lima, and quite frankly, I don't think there's a single Lima plot that is of any interest at this point. So to continue to beat the Lima dead horse is really how it feels to me that we're just beating this dead horse and trying to recapture a magic that's no longer there. And that quite frankly, like even if even if the plot lines are not as interesting to me in New York, the characters are much more interesting and the numbers are much more interesting and the actors are much more interesting so i you know in the last couple weeks i've kind of come around to i i'd rather do full-time new york than this 50 50 stuff i'd rather do full-time mckinley personally i feel like we never should have left there but since we did i kind of think you just they just got to commit and go all in right now they're just hedging their bets and it's not working yeah, I mean, that's actually, I mean, from the beginning when we were talking about how the season, or actually I think the end of last season, how it was going to go. I mean, I was all for it sticking to the high school, too. But, yeah, I mean, I am I feel exactly the same way. I it, They didn't give us enough to make me want to pay attention to what was going on in the high school. So, uh, yeah, I say let's do New York and let's um, 
you know, I don't care. They 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 get people back and forth to New York so implausibly anyhow. <laughs> just get them all there and just make it interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what we all want. I just the show has lost its focus to me. I feel like it's lost its. It, it used to be such a laser focus on these kids and their their plight and their want trying to fit in and unfortunately it's just lost its focus it's trying to do too many things at once and at least if we moved everything to new york it would get some of that if all if no other focus it would be an actual like physical focus right if nothing else and i think that's an improvement um over what we have currently uh, and quite frankly, we know next year that, you know, we're going to get Blaine and it's so funny to even talk about next year because, uh, because it's so far away. We're only four episodes, three episodes into this season. Know. You know that, right? We have 21 episodes, 22 episodes left in this season. We're already talking about next season. I'm so confused <laughs> because this is the second half, really, of season four. Yeah. Because it, I keep forgetting that next week year. isn't the season finale like we have so much more of this season left um it's very strange glee's just in a hard i don't know they they really need to make some magic happen i think because this is a hard time for the show it's really hard to get ecstatic about it in some ways we opened up lots of new territory and they didn't know what they were doing they just it just things some things things just happen some of some of the bets they made paid out and some of them didn't so that's how life goes and i think the main reason that william mckinley needs to go is not for not for lack of connecting to the 2.0s which is a problem obviously but i think i think the bigger problem is that there is no good villain that sue has been battered around up and down so many yeah. times that there is there is no there's no good villain left at mckinley to unite the mckinley storylines so without that that's the that's the biggest that's the biggest drawback yeah i mean it, it the, unfortunately we've seen all of sue's tricks at this point and having to revisit that is silly uh, um the, you know uh, but then, okay, I saw a promo for the next episode, right? And then in this promo, like, you know, this promo made me never want to watch Glee again. Like, I was so done after I saw this promo for the next episode. Because it starts out with that guy that does all the Fox promos and has the great voice. And, it, and it's like, big dance number, big cheers. And it says, all of their wildest dreams have come true. Well, what's going to happen next? I'm like, I don't care what's going to happen next. You just, all their wildest dreams came true. Like, you just told me everyone's happy and everything's perfect. Like, I don't, it it drove me crazy that literally that's where we are in the course of of these characters' lives. All of their wildest dreams have come true. Then what's going to happen? Well, I don't know, like. No, nothing. Everything goes well. No, they they lose a friend. Things happen. I mean, yeah, it, it just. But like the show, Rachel's journey as a character has been from small town Lima to on Broadway, and Kurt's journey as a character was small town, uh, uh, unaccepted, homosexual kid to 
you know, accepted love no, family. Okay. He has everything he ever wanted. You weren't really. <laughs> What's that, Ed? Can you do that again? I said literally parades on the street. Literally. <laughs> wow. That's where we're headed. The, the last episode will be everyone marching down in joy. Yeah. So it is what it is. I'm frustrated with that aspect of it. I want them to be underdogs again. I want them to have to fight for something again. That's 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 what I... Unfortunately, like watching successful people be successful and, and watching people that win, win, like that's not fun i certainly can't relate to it like i can't relate to a character that's successful all the time and just their life is filled with win (laughs) so well is because that they just win all the time and and that's what i I feel in my life constantly (laughs) the 2.0s did not have sufficient uh, did not have sufficient drama. Like that was at the end of the day, that was the thing, the frustration with the 2.0s is they were too pretty. They were too successful. They were too good at everything that they attempted. Like the 2.0s are just not interesting. <laughs> My life. See, now I know, now I know why I love them. Because I, 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 <laughs> You're one, you are a 2.0 Ed, but you are 2.0 what? Like who was the 1.0 of Ed? Uh, younger Ed. <laughs> <laughs> you are Ed 2.0. That's totally fitting. Um, well, did you have something to say on that topic? Oh, again? heck no. No. <laughs> you two go at it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm good. Uh, well, something that did come out this week that was kind of fun. Um, Tajikal, who many of you may remember from Glee, um, he has been doing these kind of uh, Disney-themed remixes of things. He did a, I'm sorry, from American Idol. Uh, he was on American Idol. I from American Idol, not from Glee. Like, <laughs> I missed it. But uh, he did this video called The Spellblock Tango, uh, where he, he's been combining like musical theater and pop music. Uh, and so this one is The Spellblock Tango. It's all the Disney princesses and him. He's always in there somewhere. And they do The Spellblock Tango with changed lyrics from Chicago. Uh, and it features Amber Riley uh, as Ursula, the witch. Uh, you can look it up online. The Sea Witch. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Uh, you can look it up online, but uh, I'll give you a bit of it here. Uh, let me fast forward to... Let me see if I can find... Oh, I just missed it. Here we go. We'll get a bit of uh, uh, Amber Riley's section of the song. Here is Amber Riley. Mixing up some catfish for dinner. Minding my own business. In storms Prince Eric in a jealous rage. You've been screwing King Triton, he says. He was crazy. And he kept on screaming, you've been screwing King Triton. And then he ran into my tentacles. He ran into my tentacles eight times. If you'd have been there, if you'd have seen it, I bet you, you would have done the same. Dumbilla Duck, Marcus Mouse, Pluto Jr., Emilia Fieldmouse. If you're from the idol world, it also features Adam Lambert, uh, which I guess you don't need to be a part of the Adam idol world to know who Adam Lambert is. Next week, you'll be able to be a part of the Glee world and know who Adam Lambert is. Uh, it also has Pia Toscano in it as well. What's that, Ed? So, you know what's crazy? At this point, I could see Amber Riley having the first non-Glee-related number one hit of it. 
Does she have a deal or is she just because I only know her, that she's been working on Dancing with the Stars? She's been Dancing with the Stars and then like she's she's like she's in trajectory mode right now. Like like she's her stock is rising and I mean yeah, she's getting more mainstream exposure than other. I don't think so. Not really. Not particularly. Oh no! What Dancing with the Stars? You don't think that's mainstream exposure? No, I'm saying Rachel. I'm saying like I'm saying of them like right. that Amber Amber is on the is on the upswing. Yeah. It's all about recency bias and upswing and momentum and progress. Yeah. And Amber Riley has that all going for her right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Jennifer's totally agreeing with you. I I don't know. I I don't know that I agree with you guys just yet. I think Amber needs to do something more than Dancing with the Stars because at the end of the day, I feel like Dancing with the Stars kind of brings people back into the limelight for a short amount of time. But I I, I mean, you know, the the 98 Degrees reunion was not particularly a success, and and I think a lot of the people on Dancing with the Stars though they do get kind of famous. For the short period during and after, they don't. I, I mean, it does. I haven't seen anyone's like careers kind of erupt after doing Dancing with the Stars, and so in that way, I guess it's it. Uh, I I don't know that this is going to be enough to like boost Amber Riley into superstardom from that, but uh, but. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'd like to, you know, have here. I'd like to know that she has a single coming out or something. If I'm gonna say that she could do it, uh, but I actually, I mean, to Ed's point, I've actually been surprised that we haven't seen more Leah Michelle outside of Glee. She had, a, you know, a role in. Uh, um, New Year's Day or New Year's, New Year's Eve, Eve yep. New Year's Eve. But that's all we've kind of heard from her. So yeah. it'd and, be interesting to see. I mean, Diana Agron's been doing more film, but it's still. But she's doing most of her work is strictly acting. Whereas you know, I can see Leah Michelle looking for more musical um, pursuits. You know, looking to do more of that as opposed to just doing acting. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it would be interesting to just have her have a movie come out or an album or something, mm-hmm. just because. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot really of the kids on Glee be. are pretty exclusively Glee. You yeah. know, it, it, there's not a lot of shows of this level of success where people aren't don't have any kind of a movie or anything coming yeah. out. Or it's album. kind of wild. or album or something. Totally. Yeah. Uh, well, we lost Ed, so hopefully we'll get Ed back. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I thought it'd be fun. There's this show on YouTube uh, called Side Effects. It's uh, the first episode just came out. It's a 40 minute episode, which is pretty big for YouTube. Um, but it's created by Awesomeness TV. And full disclosure, they are owned by DreamWorks, uh, as well as I am owned by DreamWorks. So uh, that's mainly how I know about it. But got um, you know a million and a half hits on the first episode. It's being touted as the new Glee. Or some of the press is calling it the new Glee. Uh, so I, I thought we'd take a quick look at it. Here's a bit of the trailer we can listen to. This is uh, the trailer for Side Effects. Dad, this is like my hundredth call. Where are you? How could you take off on us like that? The bank in 30 days is foreclosing on the house. Keats had to come back from med school. Sam, you have to go to bed. Sucks to be in charge. And Lexi's gone to the dark side of Skankut. And Jason is a ticking time bomb. It was a few weeks after mom's funeral. We're not okay without you. Sit down, we're eating. I'm not hungry. Sit down! As for me, things are a little... 
Dad told me he was leaving, and I let him go. No wonder we had to medicate you, you freak. You let him leave us? I didn't mean So that's a bit of side effects. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, it sounds like a bad parody of Secret Life of an American Teenager. It's it's kind of... I mean, I don't want to speak too ill of it because it's really ambitious. Uh, and it's not a bad idea. But essentially, they threw way too many ideas into it. It's essentially Party of Five. Uh, their, their parents are gone. Mom is dead. And dad's run away. And the family, the oldest son comes back from medical school to try to keep the family together. And there's uh, two daughters and two sons. And they're trying to keep all their stuff together. One of the daughters is dating a drunk and then one of the sons is like quit the basketball or baseball team and then the the kind of main daughter on the show she um is essentially uh she is using like medication but they don't tell you what the medication is but apparently the side effect is that she has musical hallucinations so when she's in a really intense situation um she seems to have she like has visions that so are musical has, visions. She has to go to the Scrubs Hospital to get that special surgery that only Dr. Cox can perform and <laughs> yes. make her not hear musicals. Oh, By the go. way, that wasn't a really that was in, in that was an what? actual episode of, uh, uh, of Scrubs, <laughs> of Scrubs. <laughs> which I love. And honestly, I'm not making fun of Scrubs because even in its well, okay, the 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 two of Scrubs was really. Painful. The two point in Scrubs were worse than the two point But when when any Glee. TV series does a musical episode, usually you think, oh, well, that's when they jump the shark. But I don't think they did in this. Ep- I think they were just doing something funny, different. They have often um, Scrubs would often pay homage to um, old, you know, classic TV shows and so forth. And so them doing the musical episode was uh, it kind of it was it was fun. It's fun to see who could sing and who couldn't sing. Yeah, that was... I, I mean, this, there are definitely uh, uh, great musical episodes. Uh, but yeah. this is kind of more yeah. of a... Special, side effects is kind of more of a music video type thing. Like, they're yeah. really big numbers. We can take a listen to Titanium. That's kind of like their flagship number at the very yeah. beginning of the first episode. Um, here's a bit of Titanium. Uh, the show has also has a lot of original songs. Um, so it's worth checking out. Here's Titanium. And you can see it's all kind of like got animation. There's a lot of animation in it. Oh, and it didn't work. Hang on. Let me see if I can get that to work. We have had every technical difficulty you can have in this episode. <laughs> um, so yeah, so how long are the episodes? They're 40 minutes. It's like a full-on wow. TV show. Yeah. Uh, they, and they only have one now. Supposedly, the next one's coming out next week. Are they supposed to come out weekly? I don't know what. I don't know what the schedule is. Okay. Um, okay. Here's Titania. <laughs> Talking loud, not saying loud 
so surprised Glee hasn't done this song. Yeah. Seems like one of those songs that's kind of an... Ev- There's a bunch of songs that Glee has done on the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, in the first episode, they do Mean. Jenny oh. Glee did Mean. Well, uh, I mean, a just... A couple other things. Okay, so I know I was kind of... Um snarky and dismissive of this the idea of this show but as i'm looking at it i mean the production value is pretty amazing yeah i mean it's an internet series it's pretty big i mean it's a it's a big old it's a it feels like an actual show it's just kind of schizophrenic there's just too much going on there's too many plot lines and who who did you say is Awesomeness TV, right. and apparently the uh, cast is all YouTube folk. Okay, if you're into YouTube folk, yeah, she's got a pretty uh, voice. It's, so, you know, heavily produced in that particular song, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so we lost Ed, and that's pretty much all I've got. Is he gone for the night? Uh, well, I we can't. I keep trying to re-add him, and it's okay. not working. So right. I think we've lost Ed. Um, so uh, I think we're going to sign off because that's pretty much uh, all we have to talk about this week. We'll be back next week to discuss an actual episode. That'll be fun. <gasps> yes, it will. <laughs> all right, that so should make we'll a little be, bit more we'll be sense. Good. I'm camping by that. <laughs> um, you can find Yay. us online. If you'd like to weigh in on anything we said tonight, you can email me at gleefulpodcast at gmail.com uh, you can also call uh, find the website at gleefulpodcast.com you can find us on twitter gleefulpodcast I'm a Josh Brunel she's a Jenny B creative he would be at Edward Giordano he would also be here but he's not now. Uh, and we hope to get him back he's texting me he keeps trying I think he just can't get back in um, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's put this let's put this interesting episode to bed. Uh, for the Cleveland Podcast with Josh and Annette, I'm Josh. I'm Jed. And I'm he, Jed. Did you say you're Jed? <laughs> Almost. Sorry. He's Jed. I'm Jen. <laughs> we miss Ed. We miss Ed. Ed says um, peace out and thank you to all of our. Uh, iTunes listeners and yes reviewers. iTunes reviewers thank yes. you thank you and uh, uh, he would also tell you to listen to his other podcast Nimbus Magnet yes alright that's a bit out <laughs> seriously let's just let's just go Are we, I don't think we should post this video um, I don't think this podcast <laughs> good night everyone One, two, three, four.